I, Mark Singh of Denver, Colorado, son of Richard and Lucia Singh, father of Lucia Singh Jr., hereby decree that all saxophone solos be abolished in music from this day forward. Order in the court. Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Uniform Mike Papa, the Unapologetic Man podcast. I really do appreciate you listening. I have no idea why. I wanted to record that, but I was listening to this song today and this fucking saxophone solo starts up and I'm like, why, why in God's green earth would you ever include a goddamn saxophone solo in a song? It is so annoying. So I clicked out of that song and just got here and sat down and was like, ah, let's do something random about the sheer stupidity and annoyance of saxophone solos. And hopefully that got a chuckle out of you as it did out of me. And one of the things, boys, about being attractive to women is you got to entertain yourself. You can't give a literal fuck about whether or not she thinks it's funny. If you think it's funny, that's all that matters. And that's something that I practice both when speaking to women as well as in this podcast. I just do shit that cracks me up. And I literally sent Liam the instructions for how to make that whole intro. And I can't wait to hear it. I'm sitting here like, how long is it going to take for this dude to get it done and show it to me just so that I can have a laugh? And if it cracks you up too, that's cool. But I'm not sitting here depending on it and it really doesn't matter. And I feel that's why I'm successful both with women as well as in this podcast is because you can tell that I own my own frame. I own my own reality. And if it's funny to me, then I'm fucking publishing it. Do your work, then step back. The only path to serenity which is what it says in the Tao Te Ching. So today, gentlemen, we are going to skip all the reading of the reviews, although I just got four awesome new ones that I definitely need to read soon here because they're absolutely spectacular, but we got a lot of content to get through. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Five super annoying things girls do and how to correctly deal with them. Now, obviously, I always over-deliver in this podcast, so I think I'm gonna give you seven or eight as I'm looking at this list here. So the first one is you get her number, she ghosts you, and then you see her at the nightclub. Okay, so you get a girl's number, whether it's a nightclub, coffee shop, wherever, she doesn't reply to your first text because you were a freaking buffoon and you didn't text her the correct thing, which you can learn about if you listen to my texting masterclass episode that I dropped, I believe it was August of 2023. Or no, it'd be 2022. August 2022, definitely check that out but you need to text her in a very certain way. But sometimes girls will give you their number because they don't want to say no to you because it's social pressure on them. So they'll just give it to you and say, ah, I won't reply to this guy. You text her, she doesn't reply. And then there's the uncomfortable moment, right? Where you walk into the nightclub and there she is. So what do you do? Do you ignore her? No, because that shows that you're butthurt and you're affected. Do you go talk to her and confront her and say, dude, why didn't you text me? No, because that shows you're butthurt and affected. So what do you do? You act like you're really hurt by what she did. So I've done this many times and it works like gangbusters. I basically go up and I'm like, Amy, I'm so relieved to see you because when I texted you and you didn't reply, I was literally on the corner of my bed 
in the cannonball position crying like a schoolgirl for the past week because you didn't text me back. Now that I'm seeing you here, I'm so excited. I'm just going to text you 400 times in a row at 2 a.m. until your cell phone overheats and burns a hole in your purse. I'm so stoked to see you right now, but you have to know that I was absolutely destroyed, decimated because you didn't text me. And meanwhile, boys, you're smiling, you're laughing, you're showing it had zero effect on you, but at the same time, you're addressing the elephant in the room. And that's going to be a theme in these five things that I share with you, actually seven things, that you have to address the elephant in the room and at the same time, communicate that you are completely unaffected. So when a girl does some shit that seemingly could hurt your feelings, you pretend like it did hurt your feelings, but there's the operative word, pretend. It didn't really affect you. Why? Because you're always adhering to Mark Singh's golden rule. What's Mark Singh's golden rule? That's right. You got to pretend like you're wearing a bracelet that says on it, what would I do if I were dating four girls? How would I act in this situation if I were dating four girls? Literally, brother. You're dating four girls. You get a number. You text her. She doesn't text back. You see her. How would you behave? That's right. You'd be sarcastic and say that it really affected you. You were on the corner of your bed crying like a schoolgirl for two weeks because it affected you so negatively, but she knows you're just fucking around. She knows it's not true. Number two, girl flaking on you for a date. Once again, boys, that policy, what would I do if I were dating four girls? She flakes on you for a date. She says, uh, my tummy hurts. My boss yelled at me. I'm spraying diarrhea. My grandma got unceremoniously launched out of the city via catapult, and I have to go find her in the ocean so I can't show up tonight. Okay, what do you reply with? For those of you who have been listening for a long time, or better yet, my clients, that's right. Either you don't reply at all, or you reply with two simple letters, okay, and then you move on. And you do not text her again until she texts you. And when she does text you, got to make her chase you a little bit. Got to make her kind of work for it. If she doesn't apologize, if she's not like, I'm so sorry, blah, 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 then she's fucking done. You nix her. Why? Your bracelet, bro, Tendo. Look at your hairy ass left wrist and pretend there's a fucking bracelet on there. Like one of those, what would Jesus do bracelets, right? The WWJD. Instead, it says... W-W-I-D-I-D-4-G. <laughs> what would I do if I was dating four girls? Okay, she flakes on you. What would you do? Probably wouldn't reply, would you? Or at the very most, you'd reply with okay. Now, surely, boys, let's have some social intelligence. If she says, my mom literally got hit by a car and got launched into the side of a building, and now she's impaled and stuck on that side of a building like a cartoon, you're not going to be like, okay, whatever, sea hag. If you think it's real, then you want to be cool about it. Hey, no worries. Good luck with your mom. And then don't try to set up the next date at that time. Just be like, hey, I understand. Go take care of your family. I get it. Hope she gets peeled off that side of the building and lives, something like that, right? So you want to be empathetic if it's a real situation. But if you know it's bullshit, the old, I don't feel well, my tummy hurts, my boss yelled at me, whatever her fucking excuse is, okay. That's how you reply. That's how you deal with it. Shows that you're not thirsty, you're not needy. And many times that alone will generate a lot of attraction. But being it that you are dating four different girls, she would have to come crawling back, wouldn't she? Telling you why that happened. I'm so sorry. Let's do it again. Even putting effort 
towards trying to set up a new date with you. If she doesn't do that, she's out like sauerkraut. She's off like a prom dress. She's out like an abortion. See you later, masturbator. After a while, pedophile, you're all blown out, you fucking sea donkey. That's the way I handle it. Next thing that girls do that's super annoying is exploding at you for seemingly no reason. No reason whatsoever. And this oftentimes is the hardest thing men have to deal with in relationships because women will be annoyed by something that you did, but you didn't know you did it, and she will explode at you out of nowhere. So when a woman explodes at you out of nowhere, instead of exploding back at her, which is what most guys do, because they're like, this is totally unwarranted. Why are you attacking me? I have no idea where this is coming from, Captain Negatron. What are you doing here? I don't understand this. What the fuck? Instead of doing that, be like, whoa, 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 okay? I don't know why you're angry, but obviously I did something that pissed you off. So let's talk about it. Tell me what's going on here. What did I do? Because honestly, I have no idea where this is coming from. I don't know what happened. So let me know where you're coming from. What's going on here? And I thought of this one because my friend Melinda exploded at her boyfriend because they were eating dinner and he turned on a movie that she didn't want to watch. It was like some movie about like doing surgeries or some documentary that was really disgusting as they were eating dinner. So what does she do? She doesn't say anything. And instead she goes to bed really upset and he touches her like he rolls over and accidentally touches her. And then she scoots away and she's like, I can't believe how disgusting he is trying to touch me. And like, meanwhile, homeboy's just like, hey, I'm going to sleep. No big deal. I watched a movie. What's the big whoop? And she's all pissed off. She's all bent out of shape. She came unpeeled. And now she's probably going to explode at him the next day because it's fermenting. It's growing. It's getting worse and worse. And then she explodes at the dude. This has happened to me so many times, boys, where I'm like, I have no idea why you're pissed off. What's going on? And you just call out the elephant in the room. Talk to me. Let's communicate. And then after she tells you why she's mad, tell her this. Say, listen, I understand that I made you upset. But in that instance, I had no idea what I did. So don't you think it's better that we communicate like adults rather than letting it fester, letting it build up inside of you, and then this happens. You blow up at me for what I feel is no reason. And then she agrees, and what you've just done is show maturity. You've mentored her. You've taught her how to date you correctly, which is another thing I always tell you guys to do. Let's be mature. Let's take the higher ground. Let's not match her anger by letting our pain body come out and match her pain body with anger. But instead, let's take the higher ground and just communicate. Communication is so ridiculously important, not only to relationships with girls, but also your friends, definitely your coworkers. If you are like me and you own a business, I sit down with my contractors and my employees at least once a month and say, hey, man, how's your morale? Anything you want changed, how you feeling, because shit will fester. People will get resentful towards you. It'll build up, build up. They'll be looking for evidence to corroborate how they think they feel about you, and then it'll blow up out of nowhere. So communication is absolutely essential to all relationships, not just with women. All right, the next thing women do that's super annoying or actually super flattering is they try to relationship you up before you're ready. Okay, so you're dating girls, and what I suggest, boys, is to never try to make a girl your girlfriend until she starts bringing it up. Now, there's a myriad of reasons for this, one of which is if you try to move forward before she's ready, it looks unbelievably unattractive because it looks like you're needy. So what we want to do when dating women is always give them 
80% of what they want from us. The person who wants less is the person who's in power, quote unquote, and therefore the one who's in the masculine energy. So you as the man have to want less than what she wants. And when she brings it up, you should probably the first time say this. Listen, relationships that start fast end fast. I like what's going on right now. I'm having a really good time with you. And I think if this continues, I can definitely see us linking up in the future. But for now, I feel like it's still a little bit too early. But if that's a deal breaker for you, I totally understand we can go ahead and part ways. So basically what you're saying again is relationships that start fast end fast. I want to keep doing what we're doing. If that's not cool for you, let's go ahead and part ways. In other words, no, we're not doing that. Maybe it'll happen in the future and it's my way or the highway. If you don't like it, then kick rocks with your head down. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you, you sea donkey. Now, obviously, boys, we are delivering it in a very kind way. We're empathetic. And it's true, man. I feel that relationships that start fast do end fast. I feel like you have to change with somebody to really get to know them. That's something else I often say to women. And I think it takes three, five, six months of dating somebody before you're really ready to lock it down. So when she tries to go in too early and say that to you, that's what I always say. Now, the inevitable question is always going to be, are you sleeping with other girls? Now, I've talked about this in other podcasts. I always suggest that you try, and it doesn't always work out, and I'm speaking from experience, but you try to only sleep with one girl at a time, but you are talking to other girls. So when she asks you, are you sleeping with other girls? You say no. She's going to then ask, are you talking to other girls? And you say yes. Okay, sometimes it's going to be a deal breaker, but most times you're going to be okay. Most times when you tell her, hey, I am talking to other girls, but you're the only one I'm seriously dating. You're the only one I'm sleeping with. And honestly, you're way out in the lead in front of all those other girls. So if that's a deal breaker for you, though, I understand. Now, she may try to press the issue, at which time you have to hold your frame and say, hey, listen, you know, I'm just having simple conversations and I get it that they may bother you. But if it does, I think we should probably part ways because I'm not willing to stop doing that. So you got to hold your ground in some respects, but at the same time, you need to make her feel like she's the best one. She's in the lead. She's almost got you locked down. If she just continues what she's doing, then she might be able to get you. So what I suggest, boys, is when they try to relationship you up before you're ready and you're not ready, then you just say no. And you say no in a high quality way without reaction, without trying to explain yourself. Instead, you say relationships that start fast and fast. I like what's happening. I can see this turning into something if this continues. But right now, I think it's a little bit too early because I feel you have to change with somebody to really get to know them. And listen, if that's a deal breaker for you, I get it. Okay, I totally understand. We should probably part ways. Because when you're willing, boys, to drop her like a bad habit, she's more likely to stay around. And by showing her that you want less than she does, you get to stick in the masculine energy. You get to be that leader, which is highly, highly attractive to her. And then when you're ready to ask her to be your girlfriend, this is what I always do. I always get a note and I write on it, Sarah, will you be my girlfriend? And then I have a box that says yes, a box that says no, and an arrow pointing to the no box that says don't pick this one. Then what I do is I fold it in half, I put a pen where the fold is, and then I tape it to the back of a door in my office in a bathroom, wherever in my home that is a little bit away from anywhere she'd possibly see. 
So then I just leave it there. And as we're sleeping together, as we're hanging out, she's going to bring it up again, as they always do. She brings it up again. And if you've decided, which you have, because you wrote the note that you want to make her your girlfriend, you say, hey, listen, hold that thought. Go into the office behind the door. There's a note there for you. And bro, like she knows what's happening, right? Like she gets up and she runs on her toes to the fucking office with her tits bouncing up and down and a big old fucking ear to ear smile on her face. And she goes into the room and every time you just hear this, right? And then she fucking gets the pen, gets the note, and she writes on it, yes, but you have to promise to freaking lick my twat <laughs> 20 times a day or it's a deal breaker, whatever her little deal is. But dude, they get so pumped when you do this. But usually, guys, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't do it on the first time they ask. And I never, ever in any situation be the first one to ask them. You have to wait for them to ask you because that puts you in the masculine energy. That shows that you're leading and the person that wants less is always the one who's in the masculine energy. All right, the next one is giving you massive mixed signals. Mixed signals are because she's kind of attracted to you. She's kind of not. You're doing some high value things in addition to some low value things. And women's attraction is like a dimmer switch. It can go up and it can go down and it can do so literally within seconds of a conversation. Okay, so you're having a conversation. You do some high value thing. Boom, attraction's up. Then you do some low value thing, like you say something needy or you laugh after what you say, like, do you like movies? <laughs> Horrible boys if you do that. I call it disclaimer laugh. Fucking stop that immediately. It's such an insecure mannerism. Do you want to hang out tomorrow night? <laughs> Drop that shit. So you do that, boom, her attraction's down. Then you say something funny like, hey, listen, I know you're trying to take off my shirt right now. Relax, we just met. Boom, attraction up. So what happens is because you're being inconsistent, her attraction for you is inconsistent and thus she's giving you mixed signals. So what do you do? You have to continue improving, continue listening to my podcast. Better yet, come join us in my three-month coaching program and get the skills required to take her to that consistent attraction level where the dimmer switch is going up and up and up. And then with a track record of showing attractive qualities, the attraction usually stays. So mixed signals is actually your fault. So you think it's annoying when they do it? They're annoyed by you because you're being attractive half the time and unattractive the other half. How would you feel if you're dating a girl and she's a fucking solid nine for half the time and then she's a canyon mule for the other half of the time? That's right, you'd be pissed off too. So it's your responsibility to be attractive consistently and then those mixed signals will stop. This goes into number six or wherever I'm at, being super ho-hum over text. Many girls, boys, and I really want you to understand this, are social validation seekers. They just want attention from guys, and a lot of girls, even some of my girlfriends, will get on apps like Tinder, Hinge, and Bumble only to get attraction from men, to see how many guys liked me today, to see how many guys DM'd me. What did this guy say? What did that guy say? And they literally show me their phones, like, look, Mark, at what this guy said. And then I smack my head three times, and I say, what an idiot. You should take my course because that text right there is horrible, needy, thirsty, boring, fucking beta cuck shit that I see all the time. So when she's being boring over text, giving you LOLs and ha ha ha's and I don't know and taking forever to text back, she's not interested, bro. She's just there to waste your time to try to get you to entertain her, to try to get you to pine after her. So what do you do? You pull back. You stop texting her. 
And I'm sorry, but there are very few strategies to get a girl locked in outside of my epic templates. And it's funny, I was on the Facebook Brotherhood today. We got 500 members in there, all veterans of my coaching program and all assassins with women, all talking with one another. And one guy said, dude, what the fuck is with Mark's templates and how good they work? How is it that they work this effectively? So if you're using my templates and she's still giving you ho-hum shit, drop her ass. You falling off and then perhaps following up two weeks later with what I call the black hole template, which yes, I will give you in a second. When you do that, it shows non-neediness. It subcommunicates that your bracelet on your hairy ass left wrist is correct. This dude's dating four chicks. That's why he's not following up with me. He disappeared for two weeks and then sent me this. So, hey, I was talking to this cool girl, but I think she got sucked into a black hole. Hope she's okay, dot, dot, dot. That's the black hole template, and that shit has like a 75% response rate. Why? Not because of the words themselves, although they are good, and there is a subtle NLP thing I just threw in there. Not because of that, but because you waited two weeks. You pulled back, waited two weeks, and then hit her. But most times, gentlemen, when they're being ho-hum over text, they're not that interested. They're just using you. So drop them like a bad habit. All right, we're getting a little long in this podcast, but I promised you seven, so I will deliver. The last one is girl with a boyfriend who's checking you out. Now, some of you guys may not feel this is annoying, but it annoys me tremendously. Why? Because she's unloyal. She's doing something super fucked up. She's with her boyfriend and she's jocking you. That's fucked up, in my opinion. And if you think she's not going to do the same thing to you, when if she leaves her boyfriend for you and you guys are out in a nightclub, if you think she's not going to be checking out some other guy, you're sadly mistaken. This is why if a girl cheats on her boyfriend with you and then you make her your girlfriend, guess what's about to happen, bro Tendo? That's right, Theodore Roosevelt. She's about to cheat on your ass as well. Once a cheater, always a cheater. That's been my experience anyway. So if she's checking you out and you want to yank her, what you do is you go over, you talk to both of them, you show frame, you drop charisma bombs, you be entertaining, ask them how long they've been together. You could even amog the dude a little bit by trying to get him to sell himself to you. Like, hey, bro, you're super ripped, man. How long you been working out, dude? Damn, that sure's hella tight, bro. You're trying to show off those muscles, aren't you? You're trying to show off. You look good, dude. You look good. And by doing that, you're kind of showing that he's trying to sell himself to you. Thus, you have a stronger frame than he does. The girl will get attracted to you. Boys, so many times I've done this, not only with boyfriends, but also what I call orbiters, which are guy friends. I'll go in, chat them both up, be super cool, amog the dude a little bit, like show higher value than him. He will disappear to the bathroom or even leave the fucking nightclub altogether. And her phone will magically appear in her hand or she'll magically say, hey, give me your phone real quick. I'm going to give you my number. And it's pretty easy to yank a girl off her boyfriend when she's jocking you because she's looking for the upgrade plan. She wants to supersize. She wants to drop the zero, step up to the hero who is you and upgrade her life, which all women want to do. And guys call it female hypergamy. I call it freaking survival. I don't have an issue with girls wanting to upgrade. As long as you're the dude who's trying to improve himself to the point where women will want to upgrade to you, I fully support it. And we do it too. Guys get pissed at women because they want to upgrade like female hypergamy. She's just trying to get to the best dude. Of course she is, just like you are. Brother, if you were dating a seven who's like a moped, fun to ride, but you don't want to be seen with her, and then a nine comes into your life and she throws herself at you, you're goddamn right you'd upgrade. 
So stop being a hypocrite, boys getting pissed at women for upgrading. Instead, be the dude who they want to upgrade to. Lose the zero, step up to the hero, and it's very fucking easy when you just fix the bullshit inside your head and learn a few very simple skill sets, which I teach in my three-month coaching program. Come get on a call with us. Let's explore if you're a good fit for us, but more importantly, if this program is a good fit for you, that will turn you into the girl magnet that you've always wanted to become. You're not going to get in the situation where you get a number and she ghosts you and then you have to run into her at the nightclub. You're not going to get in the situation where she flakes on you for a date because you simply weren't attractive enough and her stomach ache, quote unquote, is just an excuse because there's not enough attraction there. She's not going to explode at you for no reason because you're going to understand how to communicate with women. When she tries to relationship you up, you're going to act in the perfect way where not only will she stick around, but her attraction for you is going to go 10x and you will never be left again by these chicks who have left you in the past. She's not going to give you mixed signals over texting because you're going to know exactly what to do. She's not going to be ho-hom over text. And when you're with her and she is your girlfriend, she's not going to be jocking some other dude. And if you see a girl jocking you in a nightclub and you want to get her number, easy peasy, man. First try gap. You'll be able to go over there and snag her number literally anytime you want. So that's today's episode, gentlemen. Five super annoying things girls do. Actually, seven super annoying things girls do. And you know what? If you're a girl, you do them too. So instead of getting butthurt about why women do this, because you don't understand women and their actions get you pissed off, why don't you understand them? Understand female psychology and understand what to do in all these situations as all my clients do. Come join us. Click on the link below, fill in the quick application, get on a call with my number one wingman and partner, Victor Lynch, and we will see if you want to come into the program. Gentlemen, I do appreciate you listening. I draw a podcast on Mondays and Thursdays, so please stay tuned for the next one, and I will see you. That's right. In the next episode.